it's got a racial problem and it's not just restricted to African Americans or Hispanics. It extends beyond that. Let's just talk about the state of affairs in the tech sector specifically. It is true that Asians or Asian Americans make up a significant portion of the staffers in the American tech industry. Silicon Valley is a beacon of Asian representation. Asians, after all, account for a quarter of the population in the Bay Area. But do not let that mislead you. Because a majority of this minority is typecast as worker bees. You know, they're not given opportunities to climb up the ladder. You will find a lot of Asian engineers, but only a handful of managers or executives. There are big names like Sundar Pichai and Eric Yuan, but they are just fig leaves and the reality is slightly more embarrassing. In some companies like Meta, people of Asian descent outnumber white employees, but their numbers fall off sharply in the leadership roles. Let's just get you some figures here. As of the year 2021, 46% of Meta employees were Asian American, but they accounted for just 27% of the executives. And white employees, on the other hand, accounted for 39% of Meta's workforce. But 58% of its executives, you see, Asians are often shut out of positions of greater power, profile, and even pay. Is America's tech industry racially diverse? Yes, it is. But is it racially equitable? No, it's not. Victims of racial discrimination have reported, in fact, that they are deliberately left out of opportunities and initiatives, even, even if they are well within their scope. Despite years of experience and positive feedback, they are denied promotions and some are told that they are not senior or collaborative enough. While others get to hear that they don't fit in and are still outsiders. Managers often end up making assumptions about what work will be suiting an Asian employee. And these assumptions are fueled by racial stereotypes, such as the obedient subservient Asian, or Asians are good at math or programming? Why does this happen? Because of implicit bias and inherent racism. And this has been happening for decades, by the way. But now, employees of Asian descent are speaking up. They are dragging tech firms to court. Many have given testimonies, in fact, revealing how they were kept in shadows, denied leadership roles, and women had it worse, they had to face inappropriate racial comments. One was told she was given opportunities because some CEO had an Asian fetish. The U.S. tech sector has had a troubled history with Asian staffers and it has to do with the bigger picture of the country. Do you know about the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882? 
This act banned Chinese immigrants in the U.S. and it wasn't repealed until 1943. And then there were immigration quotas that limited the number of migrants from Asian countries. Many Asians could immigrate to the United States only after these quotas were lifted in 1965. Others came in through the H-1B program, which set aside visas for the tech workers. The Bay Area is home to some Asian billionaires, but it's also home to Asians who collect recyclables on the street. Implicit biases have always been there. But anti-Asian sentiment particularly flared in America during the pandemic. Its own president, by the way, went about calling the coronavirus as Kung Flu. If you watch... American sitcoms or read books by ignorant authors, Asians are often portrayed as overachieving yet tame side characters. The ripple effects prevail in the job sector as well, where Asians are looked at as workaholics, but not really leaders. This is a misinformed.
opinion, and I've got data to back up my opinion. I'm Dr. Nelly, and I am a psychology researcher, and I've been studying Asian American psychology, especially subtle forms of bias in higher education and workplaces for at least the last decade and a half. My work was cited in the UT Austin Supreme Court Affirmative Action case, and I'm also a signer on an amicus brief for the current Supreme Court Affirmative Action case. It's important to remember that when we're talking about affirmative action, we're asking for holistic admissions policies and employment policies. Without it, most places would go for test score only admissions. So what would that do? Let's look at the data. So we're looking at a study that came out in 2021 from Georgetown University. And under SAT only admissions, which is what was normally in place prior to affirmative action, Asian American applicants to selective colleges would gain fewer than 3,000 seats out of 120,000 seats. And this was in this report. Let me show you more. Here's what people are asking for. If we use test-based merit as the singular admissions requirement, the gain for Asian American applicants would be marginal. That's not statistically significant. But on the flip side, 21% of Asian American applicants who were previously admitted, affirmative action, holistic policies, would no longer qualify. People don't like to look at that. Holistic admissions helps everyone. It's not just a race-based matter you actually have to understand what affirmative action actually is and not just the shorthands that people are using. One of the expert testimonies that was submitted for this Supreme Court case was the UC system. And they showed how affirmative action negatively affected diversity and admissions for many groups here in California. We need to be careful here as well because a lot of universities, and I've talked about this a lot in my other videos, a lot of universities internationalize their schools by bringing in very wealthy people from other countries, including Africa, the Middle East, Europe, and Asia. This is not who we're talking about when we're talking about affirmative action, a policy that was created for Americans disadvantaged in the US racial system. It is really disappointing that we are yet again as an Asian American category being wedged between groups and used as a model minority.